You're listening to These Are The Days. Hello and welcome back to These Are The Days. My name is Ronna Costello, episode number eight. We are back at my table. We were discussing our favourite films of the 80s, the 90s and the noughties, as well as some guilty pleasure movies. You know those films that when they're on and someone walks into a room, you turn off? That kind of thing. Uh, we had some American snacks. Uh, it was a lot of fun. My thanks to Ian, to JP, to Fraser for coming on. Uh, thanks to everyone who got in touch as well uh, about films that we were picking or indeed just missed out completely. Like to- Toy Story, for example. Completely missed out. We are at the Days Podcast on social media. Uh, drop us a DM if you'd like to come on or get some more information, especially about what's about to come up. And do please rate and review us, especially on Apple Podcasts, because it does really help. These are the days. So this is exciting. This is very exciting. This is a new format for the podcast. It's our first game. This is the Confessions Lottery. It's 59 minutes on the clock. There are 59 lottery balls and 59 corresponding questions. We play until the time is up or my guest matches their six numbers. They then win the ultimate prize of asking me any question they want. There's no editing. There's no changed answers. Nothing deleted. Just the truth and their confessions. Enjoy. Follow the podcast on social media. We're at The Day's Podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. So welcome to the Confessions Lottery on These Are The Days, a podcast from me, Ronnie Costello. Uh, The first, the inaugural, the debut, and I have with me to play the game, Alison McDonald. I'm your guinea pig. You are the guinea pig. I'll tell you how it works. Right. Because hopefully I can follow how it works. Okay. 59 minutes on the clock. Mm -hmm. We have 59 lottery balls and I have 59 corresponding questions that could be across a range of topics, life, work, relationships, family, friends, all that kind of stuff. We'll draw a ball from the lottery machine, which you can name and you're naming it Steve. Steve. Any reason for Steve, the lottery machine? Well, I just thought about, you know, when the National Lottery was on TV and they had like Guinevere, they had some good names. And I just think Steve is a strong name. Steve's a, a lost name as well. It's a, it's an old name, but it means a lot. Exactly. Steve going to come through for you today? Steve is reliable. Steve is strong. Steve is trustworthy. Steve won't let you down. So the way it works, uh, each guest gets to choose six numbers, just like on the lottery. Yep. And if they come up within the time, which is 59 minutes, the prize is you can ask me any question you like and I have to answer it openly and Mm -hmm. very, very honestly. Yep. So the rules are, if your number comes up, we skip that question. Okay. And you could hear the question if you like, or we can just move on. It's totally up to you. And every person that plays gets one pass. Right. So if a question comes up that you think... I'm not so sure I need to answer Very that just now. Dome. You can move on. Okay. Hopefully that doesn't happen because then it wouldn't be that much fun. Mm. Anyway, what are your six numbers? Okay, and I've checked these on my hand to check it's six. Two. Yep. Five. Yep. Six. Yep. Sixteen. Yep. Twenty-five. Yep. And forty-four. So out of one to fifty-nine, two, five, six, sixteen, twenty-five, and forty-four. Yep. Uh, any... Any... Anything behind that? Would they be numbers you'd have picked before or played? Do they mean anything? When I used to play the lottery, those were my numbers. They never came up for me. I think I won a tenner maybe twice. 
So I'm hoping they will be better for me today. But what's more important, a tenor or getting to ask me a question that you are... Oh, 100% asking you the question. <laughs> I've put a lot of thought into this question. Great. Can't and uh, yeah, I really hope I get to hear the answer. Great. Looking forward to it. But anyway, we've got 59 minutes. 59 balls are in there. We've got 59 questions that relate to them. You can pass once at any time. And yep. if your number comes up, if we get there all six within the time frame, then you're a winner. And then we will see about how that question goes. Mm-hmm. So, you, can't, you can't change the rules now. No, no, we're not. We're just, you know. We, we've made an honesty promise. Now it's, um, now the game's starting on the first ever it's getting a bit closer than fifth, within the next 59 minutes. Hmm. And knowing how your mind works, I don't know. You look Could like you're busy. sweating a bit there. It's just the sheer heat as we bask in the sunshine of Glasgow's East End. It is stunning, yeah. <laughs> you are so right. much so, to make this work, we've even travelled out of These Are The Days HQ. So... Are you ready to play the Confessions Lottery? I am so ready. Right, 59 minutes on the clock. We are underway. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> your first number is number 39. Oh, that's not one of my numbers. So close. Number 39. Oh, well... I would say we'd start soft. No, no, let's just go in. Number 39, what does a successful relationship look like to you? Well, as you know, I'm not in a successful relationship. So um, uh, that's hard That's hard to answer. Thanks for pointing that out. Well, that's um, good. 30 seconds in. So... Well, I mean, maybe not talking the fairy tale or, or the fairy tale relationship. No, but this, is, but, this is, but this is my problem: is that I want the fairy tale. I want, I want the movie love, right? I want running across an airport and jumping into somebody's arms. I want kissing outside in the rain, which in Glasgow could happen at any time. So I don't think that my what I want is necessarily realistic or achievable, <laughs> which might be why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> Very single. That is also true. So, I, I suppose maybe not this successful then, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming in your head there's there's something of how it should work, how it should be, how you know how, how you want it to work, or is it still the movie fairy tale? It's no, it's, just st- it's that still yeah. That's all the time. that's the goal and that's the dream and that's why it's not happening because if you, I think like. If I go on a first date, for example, I want to feel that instant spark and I want to instantly be like, I want to rip your clothes off. And I don't think, I don't know if it actually works like that, but I'm not ready to change those goalposts yet. Yeah, why, why, why would you? No, as I, said, as I said to somebody recently, I might lower my standards in a couple of years. <laughs> But but not yet. <laughs> so I've got I've got quite a lot. I've got quite a long list of requirements, <laughs> and yeah, there may come a time where I am prepared to reduce that list, but not yet. Just before we move on, you, you mentioned the movie Fairy Tale. <laughs> Could you pick a favourite movie or moment in a movie that that happens that you go? That's it. That's what I want. Is it a dirty dancing the lift moment? Is it something in a different film? Is no, it- it's it's Notting Hill. It's the um, I'm just a girl standing in front of a guy asking him to love her. 
I mean, I said it on uh, at my table uh, number two when speaking about films. It is one of my guilty pleasures. Is Notting Hill as a movie. But it's, it's Hugh Grant. He's just he is the dream. I know. I've hosted a fashion show. Him? Do you know that? No. Uh, I've, 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 yeah, I've got a photo with it and everything. We're like best mates. What? Yeah, yeah I'll show You're you. You're telling me this now. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> you I think know. you think you know someone? I know. I know. I've touched you. Can I caress them? Really? He smells lovely. Anyway, I, I knew he would. <laughs> he does. He you, can does. Ju- you can just tell when someone's going to smell nice. Present coming included. Except you. Right, let's move on. Oh. <laughs> Go on, Steve. What's Steve going to pull forward for don't, us now? Don't let me down, Steve. Don't let you down. As many men let you down? Don't answer that. I think you know the answer to that. Number 33. <laughs> you don't have it. But here's no. your question. Okay. What are some challenges you think the next generation will face? Well, I think there's not going to be a world left for them. We're, the world is so fucked up right now that either the climate is going to, I don't know, implode or explode, mm-hmm. or somebody is going to start a nuclear war. Mm-hmm. We're all going to die. Or, I mean, we're all going to we're all going to starve. We're not going to have any food. We're not going to have any fuel. The, the next generation is going to just have to deal with a world that we have destroyed. Wow, this got serious quickly. That's the beauty of this. Can we go back to Hugh Grant? <laughs> I don't know, I made a joke he didn't like, so I don't think he'll speak to me. But oh. um, no, I have to agree. I think it's, uh, for someone like me, who, as you've kind of known for a little while, probably too long, really. I would say so. I really take much notice in what goes on in the world. I live in my own bubble, mm-hmm. which is quite evident in life. Yep. But only probably recently, because I have, I mean, I'm, you know, not long term 30, <laughs> seven, and um, never really, okay. never really, you know, just my own bubble was enough. But when you look at the bigger picture and yeah. no interest in politics mm-hmm. and two complete fuckwits take over across the world, it's yep. like, what is going on? And it was only really then, like, I have no, for years, I had no tie to a political party. Mm-hmm. I had no views yep. on a political party. I had no... Not interest in independence, but not a full blown. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's come on, freedom. Yeah. Never had any of that. But now, when you look out at the climate, you mm-hmm. look at all this, you know, the oil and all this, it's just fucking. Yeah. The place is just, it's done. But you know, it's interesting you say that because now I know people who are doing the opposite. I know people who used to be really into current affairs, would follow the news religiously, and now they're just ignoring it because it's it's too depressing it's too shit i said on one of the podcasts about i studied i took modern studies so did i as one of mine in third year i got the modern studies prize purely because i had and the quote was no interest in where things were in the world and Mm -hmm. no interest in dead people well i think you know that i'm not very good at geography (laughs) and yeah my history isn't isn't up there either but you got the prize i got the modern studies prize So, two, two years running. So to answer that, they, they've got a hell of a lot of challenges to face. I just, I just, I don't see how they're going to have anything good to come. It actually, I mean, it makes me think, like, I would like to have children, but I think, what am I going to bring them into? And I know that there are people, I've read um, articles with people who say they will not have children for that reason. They want to, but they won't because of the world we'd be bringing them into. How... Bizarre is that? 
I think we've had a strong start in the first two questions. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know where it can go from I mean, here. The fairy tale of Notting Hill to, what the fuck am I bringing kids Death, into? Death, doom and destruction. Yeah. Ready to move on? Yeah. Come on, Steve. Come on, Steve. Steve has got us number 34. Right, hang on. The last one was 33. Mm-hmm. What's Steve playing at? 34. I feel I mean, like Steve is less trustworthy than I thought. Uh, I was going to ask you if you play or pass, but I definitely think you'll play. Um, what three habits will improve your life? Or what three habits should people follow that can improve their life? What three habits to make your life better or make, or maybe make you get out the door in the morning? I don't know. <laughs> well, getting out the door in the morning is a major struggle for me. Um, probably because I don't do any of these things. Um, I would say get a strong eight hours sleep a night. Mm-hmm. Um, drink red wine in the bath. Obviously. And tell somebody you love them. No, tell, tell, give somebody, give somebody a compliment every day. And even if you can't do the compliment, a smile goes a hell of a long no, way. No, but you can, no, it can be anything. You could see somebody on the train and you could say, I really like that top you're wearing because you don't know the effect that could have on someone. You don't know what that person is going through. That's fine. I've been here two days, so that's two year Jimmy. Fair enough. All right, ready to move on? I told you that I liked your boss. (laughs) I mean, I will boost that volume so people can hear that, (laughs) but that is a direct quote. That is twice now she's told me she likes my balls. Come on, Steve. Let's get one of your balls out here. Come on, Steve. Steve has got us number... It's low. Is it one of mine? It's in the singles. <gasps> Come on. Eight. Oh, for... So close. If you could be a member of any family on TV or film, what would it be? Who would it be? What family would it be? You could be a member of any family on the TV. Who would it be? Wow. Um, all I can think of now are terrible <laughs> reality families that I would not want to be a part of. Mm. We, you wouldn't be a Kardashian? Do you, do you think I would be a Kardashian? Would you be a Geller? Answer carefully. Uh, a Geller in Friends? Yeah. Ooh. Would you be a... No, I'd be... Um, a Windsor? That was a Windsor? No. What's uh, EastEnders? What I'm thinking of? I thought you were talking about the royal. I thought you were talking about the royal family there. Mitchells. Well, <laughs> you could be because I mean they've kind of been portrayed on film. Now. Yeah, on the Crown. Again, yes, so you could be. Um, I'm going to say the dun, 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 dun. the the family in Modern Family, the Dunphys. I mean, it's a dysfunctional family, but it's an awesome family. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be boring. Where would you settle in there? Um, I'd maybe... I was going to say I'd marry into it, but <laughs> there's only one... No, that would... Yeah. I think I think you would just appear as the awkward older sister. Yeah, like like a long-lost yeah. relative of, of sorts. Yeah, who's always drunk on red wine. Posters a Hugh Grant up in our bedroom. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm sometimes drunk on gin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's... Let's not true. let's not stereotype here. Let's 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 not. So you would modern family. That's where you. Yeah, would go. I'd be in modern family. I think it would be fun. Okay, All right. We're on to uh, number five. Let's see what Steve can bring us this time. Oh, I thought you meant number five, which is one of mine. 
Number 19. Steve. You've got 16 as well. Number 19. When are you happiest? When I'm drinking red wine in the bath. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. You've, you've commented on my bath shelf. You know it's there. You've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good setup, that. Yep, yep. So, if you're happy in the red wine in the bath, mm-hmm. is it more... Is it more rewarding if it's been a rubbish day at work? Is it just because it's a, a real me-time um, moment? It's an in- I don't think it needs to be... I mean, obviously, if I've had a bad day or if I've done something particularly active, so, you know, if I've got if I've got tired legs or sore muscles, then it's rewarding. But I think it's just... It's the relaxation and it's the me-time and it's the being... I really like being on my own. Like, I think the older I get the less time I want to spend with other people. Mm-hmm. Which is at quite serious odds with aims to, you know, marry, settle down, etc. That's a, a difficult factor. Given but, that was um, question number one. <laughs> yep. Um, no, I think, yeah, I just, I just really like being on my own. And I know it's something that some people judge, but I really like drinking on my own. And... Like, I really enjoy that. And, uh... In, in, in decent amounts and levels. In decent amounts. Um, no, that's that's not what I meant to say. A- appropriate. Appropriate. Amount. Yeah. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't get like falling over, steaming drunk on my own. No. I would get. I would have that nice little warm, fuzzy feeling in the in my tummy. So good at your happiest in the bath, red wine. I'm yep. assuming you're watching something or music's on. The candles are lit. I've got, it's a I've real. Got a, I've got a candle lit. I've got a, a bubble bath. There have to be bubbles. So I like, I like seeing the bath bombs, but you, I need the bubbles. I need the bubbles. Huge amounts. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to put, yeah, something on, something on Netflix or something, you know, not, nothing that's going to take too much concentration. Would you go on hell if you're feeling emotional? Oh, absolutely. Just go to that part. I think, I think that's how I spent, no, it was when Harry met Sally, that's how I spent Valentine's Day. <laughs> And actually, I know. And actually, I upgraded that to prosecco because it was a special occasion. Yeah, I mean, you, it was. It was. You're going to it be, was Valentine's Day. See what I did there. If you're going to be tragically alone, you may as well enjoy it and push it. I wouldn't out. say tragically alone. I would say happily, at times too happily alone. That's the problem. Yeah, is that I think I could quite happily be a hermit on it, like no issue. Mm. That would be fine. But yeah, it's kind of then at odds with the whole. Settling down, movie love, happy ever after thing. Yeah, well, it's, you're you're at both ends of that spectrum. Yeah. And right now. Well, right now I'm no, very much at one end of that spectrum. <laughs> there's no middle ground at the moment. I no, think there's that's, not. That's, uh, but I mean, maybe you need to actually lower your standards or get some. I don't well, know. as we'll I, no, as discussed in a couple of years, <laughs> I might lower the standards. I've got, I've got a time set. It's okay. Oh, I love that. I've got a scale. Anyway. Right, Steve, let's see what you can bring up for the next one. Wait, still, one, of, one of mine, come we're on. Still I've not any on one of, of my yours. numbers yet. We're still waiting on one of yours. Well, this could be it. It's not, is it? It could be. It would be one of mine. It's in the 20s. <gasps> it's 27. That so was nearly close. one of mine. That was so nearly one of mine. 27. What is your least favourite word? Moist. <laughs> Why? Because it's because it's just it's it it brings up connotations that aren't I don't know they're not nice. You never want to be moist. Moist. That it doesn't help when you say it like that. 
Moist. No. <laughs> and you're also looking at me weird. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. My, my second least favourite word, and it ties in, mm-hmm. gusset. Oh, yeah. Put them together and you are done. You don't want a moist gusset. No, that's, no, no. At any time of the day, really. No. You know, especially in the office. It's weird. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so least favourite word would be moist yeah. followed up by gusset yeah can we just move on from this one because you keep saying the words and it just makes me more and more uncomfortable so we'll move on from the moist gusset gusset okay yeah, right. thanks quite happy right Steve so another one for us we're still waiting on your first one you still got 43 minutes to play plenty of time okay we're in come the 20s again come on Steve 29 <gasps> it's my age <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, 29, what was the last thing that you ate? Um, it was the delicious breakfast that I made for us. <laughs> Just to be clear, there's nothing going on. <laughs> I made, I'm, did I not make us a delicious breakfast? Well, I was sat on the sofa, so I don't know really what was going on behind. I don't know if a Deliveroo arrived or a Just Eats or a, I don't know what happened. But it well, was I'm going to take that good. as a compliment because if you think it could have been a Just Eat, it was very that good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so I had um, some hash browns with poached eggs on top and some bacon on the side. Yeah, that was awesome. And I'm going to say probably slightly too much coffee. You did. I'm a bit. You were full on coffee, that's for sure. Slightly rattly. <laughs> But not moist. Not, absolutely not. Right, let's move on. Nice and nice and easy, that one. We are going all the way to number 59. You know when I said you could play or pass and everyone gets a pass? Yep. Question 59. Do you know what your number is? And I don't mean phone number. Play or pass? I'll play. I'm not telling you it. I'll play. I never asked you to. Um, if, 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 if I wrote them down. <laughs> if I made a list, then I would know. Off the top of my head, I, I know what, like what decade it's in. I don't know what the word is for a, a group of numbers. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I know it's mm, something. <laughs> Right, okay. If you know what I mean. So clo- you would get close. You reckon you could get close enough? Yeah. Yeah. So if you were to write them in a list, what are we talking? A couple of sheets A4? A <laughs> um, couple of sheets A3? No, I would say... Oh, you know those flip charts you get at work? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I think one one side of A4. I'm trying to make myself sound... Your, your writing's quite small, so you could probably put it with here. five names in a line. So that's, yeah, it's about 100. So anyway... <laughs> Your shock face doesn't work on a podcast, no, but I she's nodding in agreement. <laughs> I don't think I was. Will we move on? Let's move on. <laughs> Come on, Steve. We're still looking at a number. Alison's looking for a number. It's number 20. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, th- oh this will be interesting. Right. I don't like when you make that noise before the question. <clears throat> And more of an interest for people, because everyone's will be different. What is your morning routine from getting up to leaving to go to work? Well, it, so it depends. So the the primary reason that I go to the gym in the evening is so that I wash my hair and I don't have to do it in the morning. Okay. Right. So it depends if I need to wash my hair. Right. So I would 
It also depends if I if I snooze my alarm. Yeah. Right, so that I'll give I'll give you my dream routine. Yeah. My dream routine is I've I've hair's been washed the night before. It's dried naturally, so that's a an interesting look. So I would get up when my alarm goes off. I would make my breakfast. I would get back into bed, eat my breakfast, catch up on like Instagram, WhatsApp, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, catch up on everything on my phone. Then I would get out of bed. I would um fix my hair. Mm-hmm. In in a in a presentable way, I would uh, do my makeup. I would get dressed, um, and that's it. I would go. I would go to work. But that that's the dream. That's the dream routine. What actually happens is my alarm goes off, and I think no, and then it goes off again. And I think right, okay. At, at this point in time, you're not having breakfast. Then no. it goes off again, and I think right. At this point in time, you're not doing your hair. It goes off again. And I think right. Now you're actually late. So there's a, a kind of running joke between my colleagues at work that they know what time I've got up in the morning based on what my hair is doing. Because then if I've not washed it, and the worst thing is if I think I've washed it and then I wake up and I realise I haven't, oh. I realise that too late. Yes. So there are days when I'll go in and it will just be wet, like tossed up, Yeah. whatever. Or it'll be, you'll, you'll have that sort of telltale grey sheen that dry <laughs> shampoo gives. They'll be like, hmm, you've either aged considerably overnight yes. or you've uh, slathered on the dry shampoo. What's the what's the latest time you have to get out of your bed to not be late for your work? So I am on... Like, if you are to really, you know it's going to be close. Like, this is the last moment I can be lying in my bed if I want to be in work on time. Well, the, the very real problem I have is that I'm on flexi time. So... So I don't, I don't have a start time. All right, so you start, you start at quarter to nine. I would, well, I would, I would aim to start... Around nine. Around nine. <laughs> around like it. How, and nine. how how early or late does that around cover? What are you talking? Quarter to nine to maybe ten? I'm never. Well, I'm never <laughs> going to be in at quarter to nine. Let's. Like, nine is going to be the earliest. One there was one day I clocked in at eight fifty nine and I've never been so proud. Yeah. Oh but, my were god. Were the team proud? Was there bunting up? Was there cake ordered? Was there? I don't even think anyone was there. I was so early. <laughs> That's untrue. That's untrue. There's people. You know, there's people on my team who go in at like seven half seven. Yeah. And then they get to leave early. And at that point, I think, God, I wish I did that. Because they're all leaving and I've, I've got to stay. Do you, though? Well, not enough to actually get up, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Interesting take, though. I mean, you, you, you know that I'm not a morning person. You have worked with me in the morning. Mm-hmm. And how did that go? Uh, I mean, question them. I was like a Chucky doll from Child's Play for the first hour or two. Yeah. You know. So I used to do a thing. When I, when I worked really early shifts at work, I would... Just take like, you know, my hairbrush and my makeup bag and stuff with me and I would do that at work. And there was one morning I was in I was at work and I hadn't had time to do my makeup yet. And somebody else came in and he went, Oh my god, are you okay? And I was like, Yeah, this is just my face. Like I've not done my makeup. That's that's me. Yeah. I always remember how aggressive you used to get when someone would steal milk. Remember that? Yeah. 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 To, to the point where we had our own secret fridge. Yeah which I think was pink and had love hearts on it because we got it, it was donated to us by a child yeah. who saw our plate yes. and, and gave us their fridge. Sometimes you've just got to do that. Yeah. Do you also remember though, on all those mornings where there wasn't milk, who went to get it? So do you want to go move on? Will we go, it wouldn't have been me. No, it was, no, that's my point. It wasn't you. <laughs> I was working. I was working. Only at the top of the hour. No. I was constant. I was constant. I was the creative driving force, remember. Okay, just 
get, get another question. Hi, Steve. Come on, Steve, I could feel it. I'm still at 36 minutes to play. We are high. You're miles away. 52. It's your age. To be fair, th- this, this question's... It's kind of been covered, but I will ask. Okay. What does love look like to you? It looks like a Richard Curtis film. And that is my problem. <laughs> no, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, well, it does, but... Um, I think that's, it's quite hard to sum up, actually. It, it's just... I don't, it's, it's one, it's, it's wanting to give up your solo bath time to be with someone else. And that's a big thing. So if anyone is looking for that committed relationship, try breaking down those fucking walls. So that's it. Uh, Richard Curtis film and, or giving up your solo quiet time, me time, your time. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're really, if you are genuinely happy and content on your own, then it takes something amazing to be willing to give that up for. That's a good answer. You've told yourself that's a lot. That's a new Tinder bio. Just throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag new bio. Hashtag new bio. We'll maybe discuss them another time. <laughs> Shall we see what Steve has for us? Let's. Come on, Steve. Maybe you have to give him a pep talk. Steve, give me my fucking number. Oh, he was aggressive there. 13. Oh, for goodness sake. Nice and easy. What's one thing that's on your bucket list? Um, to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. And there's a follow-up to that. That I'm doing it there next year. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about it. Uh, yeah, so... Part of a group called Blood Cancer Warriors with Altitude. See what we did there. Um, and we're raising money for two amazing charities, Anthony Nolan and Bloodwise. So two of our group, one of the guys, David, gave a stem cell donation to one of the other guys, Brett. So he saved his life. They're going to do this climb together. And we're going to summit on the fifth anniversary of that transplant. Amazing. 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 How long is the trip for? Uh, or how's your training going? My training is going. It's going. It's going. Okay. Um, so I have climbed four Munros now. Okay. So I've only got 278 still to go to take them all off. Are you going to do just as many of them just to get you into the training? Yeah. Or so you have a gradual plan. Uh, no, I think. I mean, I think it's just it's just to be generally fit. So it's not a super technical climb it's not like mountaineering you're not mm-hmm. scrambling the main um thing that you have to contend with is the altitude so you get alt- people get altitude sickness but there's no way to know whether you'll get that until you go yeah until you do so you've all you can do is be as basically be as fit as you can and then i guess hope for the best mm. the other thing i heard is there's a genuine thing called altitude attitude where you basically just turn into a dick at altitude. So I think the chances of that happening to me... You already suffer from it. ...are quite high. (laughs) Um, Before we... I've I've apologised to the team in advance. I've said, look, guys, this might happen. It's it's not me. 
it's the altitude. Before, bef- just before we get Steve to get us on our ball out, um, you were, you're saying you're doing the training, you're doing the Munros. Mm-hmm. Um, do you take all the precautions? Do you put all the gear on? Do you put sun cream on? Do you do you go through the elements or? Uh... Right, when I told you this earlier, <laughs> didn't didn't envisage that this was uh, going to come up. Um, oh my word! So the last the last um, Munro that I did. Um, I got mildly sunburnt. I got very, very, very sunburnt. You are and a shade of red I haven't seen in a long time. No, it was like I mean, it was it was the kind it was the kind of sunburn that woke me up at night. Like yes. if I rolled over, it yeah. woke me up for three nights because yeah. it was that painful. And you told me the whole way up, you kept saying it's so hot. <laughs> I'm so hot. Because some, sometimes when you're climbing, you know, it's really windy or it's cold and you don't realise. No, the whole way up, uh, we were complaining it was too hot. We got to the top and we were like, oh my God, this is unprecedented. Like it's actually warm. Because usually you get to the top, you know, you take your photos, you have your flask of coffee or whatever it is you've brought with you. You do that quite quickly. You want to get back down because you're cold and it's windy. The top of this one, it was glorious. Using the highly reliable thermometer that is Instagram stories when it mm. tells you the temperature. Yeah. It was 21 degrees at the top, no breeze. It was beautiful. Mm. We, I mean, clearly we lay in the sun for too long. Yeah. Um, and, I had, and I had sun cream in my bag. <laughs> I just didn't put it on. Yes, there we go. So, yeah, at the age of 29, I can confirm I have not learned and probably never will. Mm. No, because we had similar about 10 years ago when you'd done this when we worked together and I yeah, took the piss I, at Yeah, when I fell away. asleep in the sun. Yeah, clever. But I'd had an early, you know, I had, had an early start. I was very tired. We're halfway through, still don't have a number, so let's get one. Come on. Let's get one. Come on, Steve. Come on, Steve. 22. <gasps> oh, no, it's not one of mine. No, it's Damn not. It. Do you believe in luck? Uh, yes. Do you think you make your own luck? Mmm... Does that not go against? Just a question. I, well, hmm. I, I say I believe in it because I am very, very unlucky. As this game is shown. As this game is, well, yeah, like I never win anything, as discussed. Never, never won the lottery, never won anything. Um, do, um, do you make your own luck? I don't know. I suppose... Yeah, I kind of I kind of believe in if you if you do good if you do good things, good things will come back to you. Mm-hmm. You know, not in like one of, not like the secret or any of these kind of ask the universe, write letters. What was the Noel Edmonds thing? He asked the universe for things and he oh, sent it letters. I have no idea. No, I think like I think if you if you're a, I think if you're a good person, good things will come to you. Mm-hmm. I hope that if you're a bad person, bad things will come to you. Yeah. I don't. I'm not answering the question, am I? On the fence, not sure. I don't know. I don't, don't know. know. That's Mo- fine. Move on. Yeah, that's fine. One of one of my numbers, please, Steve. Come on, <laughs> come on. Oh, he's getting aggressive now because you keep showing on. I've asked him nicely. Number nine. Number nine. I don't like your face already. Number nine. Hit me. Is there an app that you hate but use anyway? (laughs) The floor is yours. I think you know where we're going to go with this Uh, one. Um, And there's more than one. All all dating apps. There we go. Some are worse than others. Why? Um, They just seem to have a 
lower standard. <laughs> I think, well, obviously, so different apps work differently. So there are ones where you have to match with somebody before you can speak to them. Mm-hmm. There are ones where anybody can message you. And I think those are worse, probably. Um, but then on those ones, you get to see a bit more about what someone's looking for and what their intents are. Whereas on the matchy ones, you don't always get that. So I think there are pros and cons to all of them. How's the experience been? So I feel, so I'm, I met my last two boyfriends through dating apps. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like, I feel quite, I feel very jaded. I feel very old and cynical and jaded. And then you meet people who are on it for the first time. Loving life. And I, I don't know if anyone's truly loving life on them, but they don't have the same I, like preconceptions that I do, or they haven't, they've just not been on them as long. They've not had as many bad messages or they've not been, you know, ghosted by someone or whatever. So, you know, yeah, I, I feel like I'm kind of at that, at the very jaded end of the spectrum. Um, but yeah, still on them, yep. still looking. Because obviously in episode three, we had Emma on. Yes. Um, Who, Emma, I want to be your friend. <laughs> I want to go to the pub with you. I think I did say actually to you the last time we saw each other, can you bring Emma? And you ignored that, yeah. so thanks. Yeah, yeah. The, the world's not ready for that yet. Um, but she, I mean, obviously she she was very, very outspoken about it because mm-hmm. of the everything that she's been through. And um, I know she's wanting to, come back on because she's got new stories yeah um, well there's all, always new stories and the, happening in the summer that she's just had uh, even the warnings I would give her because the guy was a dick but you know she needs to make her own mistakes and um, but again just a whole but she's off it A-double-F-I-T off it for now for now yeah for I, now. I, we've, I, all, we've all done that we've all said yeah. we're off it I generally and hate we've it. All gone I, back gen- on it I generally think it's the worst but it's but it's become going. but it's become the only way. It's become part of society. Yeah, which... it's become and it's so and it's it's gotten and because I've been on them a few times and the first time I went on was like what two thousand twelve, hmm. seven years ago. <laughs> so twenty two. A lot when I was twenty two. So a lot has changed in that time on them, and you hmm. see that, and you see because more people are using them. There's this new kind of disposable culture because you just swipe 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 and you know and I've I've done it I've unmatched someone for a very basic reason like saying lol twice in one message or or thinking that kisses are an acceptable form of punctuation Mm -hmm. like no full stops just Mm. a kiss between each sentence yeah not okay thank you um but it's it, it wasn't like that at the start at the start you would talk to somebody and you you didn't have this thing where you just stop replying or you just unmatch and it's now it's because there are so many people to swipe through and choose from that it's kind of yeah it's like they're not people anymore it's just it's a game a very sad and depressing game so obviously you from the side of it you see the guys profiles and stuff and some of them and we, we've laughed and joked about some of the bios and we've whatever, sent each right? other some screenshots yeah you know and that's and we've had a bit of a laugh at it have you ever wanted to be on the other side to see what girls have on their bios to see not what you're up against that's the wrong thing but just to see what other people have 
Like just well, yeah, cause, yeah, because you want you you do you wonder, don't you? Like yeah. you wonder who you're up against. But do you also then wonder what am I doing wrong? Like have I got something written that it's it's just wrong? Is what it do some... you mean? What do you mean? I'm doing something wrong? As a, well, you know, clearly the fairy tale's working well. So, uh, but you've maybe th- you may be thinking maybe you've got too much in my bio. Maybe I don't have enough in it. Just out of wonder. But then I, but then like I to... think that is your way of filtering through people. So if you write something on your bio people will make a judgment based on that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so if some if somebody doesn't like my bio, they're not going to like me. So then I'm not, I don't want to meet that person. There's mm-hmm. no point. So I think it gives you a bit more to go off. Yeah. And to be fair, you know, I have quite a good idea of what some girls have on their bios because of all the guys who say, oh, I don't want this. I don't want this. No pouts, no filters, no Snapchat dog ears, which by the way, guys do too. If I see one more grown man with like a flower crown or some mouse ears, what do you think is going to happen? Like, so I'm just logging in to change my picture. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just taking a little filter, yeah, that's that. just a little it fake pair of glasses oh, on, little uh... on filters. One of my friends filtered her passport photo mm-hmm. and now it doesn't work at the electronic gates. Jeez. Because you know how it does the thing and it like, makes the eyes bigger and it yeah. makes your cheeks yeah. slimmer and stuff. Yeah, she did that and can't get through the electronic gate. Fuck! Oh, jeez, that's... She's going to love me for telling that story too. <laughs> anyway, 22 minutes to play. We're still near number. Come on. We're going to be in a dogfight to get near the end. We are at number 37. <sighs> Just mage. What really makes you angry? Apart from this game. Oh God, so many things. Give us so, give us a quick list. Quick. Brexit. <laughs> One. Yeah, fair enough. Um people who put their either put their bags on the chair on the train or sit on the outside seat so that you can't get in. Yeah. And there are people standing, they can see people standing and they're still sitting with a bag on the seat. And if you ask them to move it, they look really arsy. I'm yep. sorry, have you bought a ticket for your bag? No. You wanna give us one more? Move it. Um, people who get to the top of the escalator at the train station and stop dead. Yeah, yeah. Or don't move to the right side when you're trying to go. I don't mind that so much, but it's people who they're coming out and you know they're. I assume they're tourists. They yeah, and they think, oh, let's stop here and look at our map. Let's not. Let's move to a, a quiet corner of the pavement, out of the way of everyone, and then check your map. Well, at least you're not bitter about any of those three things that make you angry. So, uh, come on, Steve. I'm relaxed. Yeah, totally relaxed. 38. What makes you laugh the most? Like, when do you get the big belly laugh, the uncontrollable laugh? Is it a situation? Is it something you hear, you see, you read? It's just like talking to friends. I think, I don't know if I'm just friends with very funny people or we just have the same friends, really. <laughs> so friends, you, you get the biggest <laughs> laugh out of um, daft things your friends have done or said. Yeah, or... just, yeah, just, we we get each other and we kind of bounce off each other. And yeah, you just have those moments where you can't even remember why you're laughing, but it hurts and you're just like, you're crying and yeah. you're whatever, Yeah. The, the painful laugh oh, is still the best laugh. It's the, it's the best thing in the world. Because it just, it makes you forget everything bad. It's and it's just... The same. Of, yeah, but it's... It's great. You want to give Stephen our pep talk or...? Steve, please help me out here. 
18. Have you tampered with these balls? Nah, you had 16. I, I, I barely tampered with my own. So, um, what was that? 18. That means we've had 18, 19 and 20. Oof. 18. What would your perfect day be like? Um, I would have a lovely long lie. Good, strong start. Um, I would... I'd go out for brunch, actually. Yeah, I'd go out for brunch somewhere. I would take maybe like a book or... Oh, what am I saying? I would scroll through my phone, as I do everywhere. Um, I would have... Yeah, I would have a relaxed brunch. I would then go for like maybe a massage or some kind of some kind of relaxation. Let's say a massage. I'd go for a massage. Then I would go for coffee and cake. Obviously. Then I would get a haircut. Mm-hmm. Um then I would oh no, that's gonna be yeah, busy day, like. I know, but I'm going to get a haircut and then I'm going to ruin it because I'm going to get in the bath with red wine. Sounds good to me. Sounds Basically, like if I could, uh, I would eat a lot and I would not do a huge amount else. Sounds good, though. And it? I would get other people to do nice things to me. <laughs> I'm spinning. Fifty-five. This is a fix. <laughs> total fix. <laughs> total, total fix. Oh, now I like this question. Oh well, I'm not going to then, am I? What would you be doing if you weren't sat here playing the confessions lottery with me? Um, at this time of day. Yeah. I'd probably be watching something on Netflix. Just lounging, yeah, chilling out, yeah, relaxing, yeah. thinking how you would like to have the perfect day, but you're just gonna have a lazy day. Yeah, it's it's so easily done. Like you have you have big plans for your day, yeah. and then suddenly five hours have passed. You're still sitting in their towel. Oh, you've had a nap. Stay, oh, oh, I'd be having a nap. I'd be, I've changed my answer. I changed my answer. I would be having. So you having a nap? Yeah, I'm absolutely. Glad you, I'm glad you woke up then. I mean, I've got a slight wine headache as it is, so. Been napping that all. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Come on, Steve. Trying to get a bit of luck. Just, just one of mine. Twenty-five. <gasps> Done. Oh, so I don't answer that. Do don't I? have to answer that. No, if you can quickly give us the answer, what, who's what? the most famous person that you've ever seen in person? Oh, um. Make a quick look. Shall again? The, uh, the Queen. The Queen. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, awesome. And I am taller than the Queen. get shorter as you get older so no wonder she's about three foot nine uh 14 so close she was 16 oh, ho, 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 ho. so you remember you can't still pass on a question okay question 14 which of your friends do you envy the most oh um uh, my friend sharon who is a food blogger mm-hmm uh, plateescapes.com um, because she gets loads of free food. So just that's the envy. It's yeah. just because yeah. of that. Yeah. That's the dream. All right, move on. So what one? 
We're going to really have to go against them. You're going to get your numbers. 16 minutes to play. We can still do it. Number 10. I'm just going to give you very short answers to questions now. Question 10. If you could have lunch with one person, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh. Um... Um... That's a hard one. It's a game. I'm I'm torn between giving like quite a nice sort of nostalgic answer and somebody that I would really want to try and mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um my grandpa. Oh. Which which is the first, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know that, but I just wasn't expecting that. But okay. Alright, next one. Number 44. Yes! And two. Um, we are rattling through them Again, now. you don't have to answer, but the question is, what is the most useless thing that you've ever bought? Don't have to answer, we can just move right on. I buy a lot of useless things. <laughs> uh, we are on to number 24. What are your thoughts on James Blunt? Actually, um... I'm not a huge fan of his music, but as a person, I think he is brilliant. You follow him on Twitter. He's good, isn't it? Oh my God. Like, I've never seen anyone just own being not very popular so much. Yeah. He is fantastic. He's good, isn't it? Oh, so good. <laughs> and he's also really rich. Yeah. And I think has a very attractive wife. Mm-hmm. So fair play to him. He's done all right, isn't he? Yeah. Number five. Halfway, I'm halfway, I'm halfway to my question. Uh, Question five, again, don't have to answer it. What is your biggest downfall when it comes to being healthy? Cheese and wine. Cheese and wine, yeah. Number, oh, we're in single digits again. Three. So close, so close. You can still play or pass. Okay. What do you think people's first impressions of you are? Uh, I th- apart from taller than the queen, obviously. You know. Well, we discussed earlier how I always think I'm taller than I am, so they probably <sighs> think I'm very short. God. Um, I would, I would hope that they think I am nice. Don't give me that look. Don't give me that bullshit answer. <laughs> well, it, de- it depends where I meet them, doesn't it? Just people's first impressions. So it- could be anything. You just, I'm not taking nice. I mean, piss off. <laughs> Talk about a cop out. Oh, I just hope I just hope they think I'm nice. Fuck off. Well they okay, they probably think I am quite short, quite smiley, and um approachable. Fucking approachable. What? Oh fine. I mean that's it's that's that's your that's that's what you think. Fifteen. Would you rather be poor but esteemed or rich but ignored? Hmm, well, I'm currently poor and ignored, so <laughs> I'm going to say... Well, so because I have... All, I've, I've never been rich and it doesn't really bother me that much, so poor and esteemed. Oh. At first I thought you were going to say steaming and that was going to be my answer. It's always going to be your answer. Poor and steaming. Oh. Fair enough. Twelve minutes to play. Right. Halfway there. Oh, you've dropped your, you've oh. dropped your ball. Oh, you can take pick up Peter's ball tomorrow. It's number 
It's 57. I was going to lie. 57. 57. <laughs> Great. Player pass. You keep saying that and you know I'm going to play. Question 57. How bad was your first time? Um, well, I actually think it was quite good because he didn't believe me that it was my first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, so I take that as a compliment. Well, you imagine when she made that noise, imagine the action I also got with a hand celebrating in the air. All right, so, so you, but you think it was, it was all good? I mean, it was... It was I, hopefully nobody that I know listens to this. It was very much just to get it over with. <laughs> I mean, well, it's, it's, you know, famously, it's not always the best, is it? No. So. I told you the story last night and I won't repeat it. Don't, don't. Fuck you. Um, yeah, no, just get it done. Get it out of the way. Move on. Sorted. Move on. Remember, Come on, Magaluf, remember his name, though. Hey, Nick from Malia. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there's a special guest that comes on the end of every show. <laughs> Nick, just wait there. Right, 11 minutes to play. 16. Yes! Shit. I only need two more. Woo-hoo. I know. Ooh, number 16. This is my birthday, this is why. You can play a pass. Yep. What bad trait of your mother have you inherited? Um, bluntness. Just with... People in general or somebody's yeah. opinion or... No, just, um, so if I'm, I won't realise how I'm speaking to somebody. Okay. Um, and I can't, I can't hide my feelings or opinions very well, but I can, I can come across a lot more abrupt than I mean to. Mm, and that, is it something you recognised your mum did or did you just think I am... Slowly turned my oh, no, mother with this trait. She's famous for it. Oh, really? Um, and I, yeah, I, I see it happening. <laughs> I, I am, I am turning, I am turning into her, basically. Good thing or a bad thing? Good thing, she's cool. Hey, mum. <laughs> Ignore the last question. No, she's got neck round for lunch. <laughs> that's gonna, that's gonna get funny. So we're in the last ten minutes. Yep. We are playing number twenty-eight. Not one of yours. Not one of mine. What is that your... was my age last year. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> Fucking good. What is your definition of success for yourself? Being happy. And would you say you're currently successful? Yeah, I would actually. Don't give me that look. Well, I'm just, I was just hoping you would give us an overall and not just in the master of being alone. But I've... I've got two more balls to get. I'm going to need short answers. <laughs> Come on, quick, quick. What that cop out. Don't you that, that guy. Fucking hell. Um, oh, gee, 54. 54. Play a pass. Every time you say that, I know it's going to be a bad question. What's one secret you would share with us right now? I, I actually, I don't think I have many secrets. No? Because I'm... It's, it's not because I'm like, I, I just don't have any filter. Like, I can't not tell people things. Because you're a gobshite. Um, I mean, I would... We'll go chatterbox. I, uh, Same thing. Yeah, yeah, gobshite. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't think I have any secrets. Do you want a word with Steve for the 
Steve, please help me out. You say that on Tinder, you, you'll do all right. What, Steve, please help me out? Just to any guy, just help me out. Just fucking help me out. 45. Oh. What's the biggest lesson you've learned from a past relationship? Um, always trust your gut instinct. Ooh, I like it. Always, yeah. always. And just in general, so it's like if, if something if you, if, just... you, if you think something is wrong, it's wrong. If you have a bad feeling, you have that for a reason. Listen to it, believe it. And act on it if you have to. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I like that. Sound advice here. I'm wise for 29. Seven minutes to go. Number two. <gasps> Shit. One more, one this more. fucking sucks. Oh, I, I, I actually think I'm going to... I would like... If you could quickly answer this, because mm-hmm. I think you, you your answer would be good. What is your proudest moment as a Scottish person? Why as a Scottish person? I just said that. I don't know why. I just put Scottish person. You can have your proudest moment if you want, if it's something you tell us really quickly. Um, my proudest moment was... Um, t- <laughs> taking somebody to court who I lent money to and she didn't pay me back and I took her to court and I got every penny back yeah, and I was that. very proud of myself and let that be a lesson to everyone I hold a grudge <laughs> <laughs> she does ready to go yep one more which, which one am I waiting on uh, you are waiting on number six Come on. And we have in front of us 40. (laughs) (laughs) What was your upbringing like? Um, It was, it was, it was really good. I've no real complaints. No challenges, Um, no... I was generally happy. Um, Yeah. Happy, happy home. Good life. It's still the same now. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would say, I would say, I would say, I've been very lucky, you know, mm. in terms of family and my family are really supportive. I've made some terrible life choices. We all have. They have supported them. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm actually. Yeah, I think I'm really lucky. And I think the thing is, well, you is your sister similar age to you? My sister is three and a half years younger than me. Yeah, so she massively more successful. Yeah, so in she, almost every way. Yeah, so. My sister's of this 12 years of a difference with us. That's a lot. So it's a very different... But mm-hmm. I, I would say that I had the real... The tough upbringing side. Right. But the support we both get is yeah. fucking frightening. And as and you, you'll know as the oldest, you make all the mistakes so that they then don't. So yes. They, so they actually owe us a massive debt of gratitude. Yeah, but also she's the princess because she's the girl. Well. So... I was I was battered around the head with a wardrobe on more than one occasion um, for being a, a little arsehole at school or, or just generally being cheeky. Mm-hmm. And that would never happen to my sister. But I, I, I would never change my child. I've said it so many times, especially on the podcast, speaking about things. I would never change my upbringing mm-hmm. in the really young years. Yeah. And the one thing, just touching on what you said about the bad trait your mum gave you, the one thing my mum really installed me was working from a very early age. Mm-hmm. I was delivering papers at 13, yeah. and I've worked every year since, and I'm mm-hmm. now 37. Um, and even when I had a broken leg, she made me deliver the papers. But I'm so yeah. glad that work ethic's mm-hmm. been installed. You you're, you probably work hardest out of almost anyone I know. That's a sound bite. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, it's also true. So we've got four minutes. We're waiting on, on one number. We are at... Six, 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 six. 
Are you saying six or? Six. Legs 11. Oh. Because we're at the bingo. Okay. What's the most useful thing you own? Um, that, probably that thing you had out last night. You could explain that. Because <laughs> that's a good machine you had. It's hot. It was... Oily. Oily. It's all over the bloody <laughs> table at the end. Um, what um, is the most useful thing The most you own? useful thing I own is a travel mug, which is also a cafetiere. Oh, I saw them. Uh, Bodum make them or something? They do. It's mine. The one that I have now isn't. I had a Bodum one. I left it on the train. It was probably the worst day of my life. Um, it's, it's, it's the best thing that's ever been invented, you're, honestly. You're a coffee snob? No. No? Um, like, no. But if you're buying coffee, do you buy good coffee? Uh, yes, and I and I boycott Nescafe. Oh really? Yeah. I'm kind of half going through a boycott of Starbucks at the moment. I I I don't go to Starbucks. Yeah, I'm a little bit. I so I, Cafe Nero have an app, and you get stamps every time you buy a coffee, and sometimes you get like they do a thing where you get an extra spin or something, and you you get more stamps. Uh huh. So that that would be my. I, I mean, I, I will I will support small independent shops wherever always, I can. Always. But if I'm going to a chain, it's going to be Cafe Nero. Yeah. All right. For the for the stamps. <laughs> Three minutes to go. Come on, number six. Come on. Six. Yes. Shit. So you rethinking this format? No, nah, not really, not really. So, um, well, we, the time's up. The, the game's obviously over. But um, well done. Don't mean that. Um, the question though uh-huh. is, what was the last thing you did for the first time? So anything? You, um, something you done new? Uh, I joined a running club. Awesome. Just for something to do, or well, just because. Um, was part of the tail of the trainer? So, so I don't know if you know, but I ran a marathon this year. Oh, did, did you? Which I, I, which I managed to work into every conversation I ever had. I don't, I don't remember multiple posts about that or anything. But if you want to tell us about it, the floor is yours. So I ran a marathon in April mm-hmm. um, for the first and very probably last time. Um, and since then, I'd only I'd, I'd been on one run since then. I did a ten k in May, and I wanted I wanted to get back into it because I. I used to enjoy running yeah. um, and then I, j- I just, I didn't, I did not appreciate how much of a commitment marathon training would be. Yeah. Not the marathon itself, but the training was like, there was points where if I was doing something at the weekend, like there was one weekend that I think me and you went out mm-hmm. and I, so I would take days off work during the week to zoom my long runs. Really? Cause, well, cause you're, you're running for like three, four hours at a time so did you- and you can't do that on a hangover. <laughs> So did you? Did because you, I tried. Believe me. Did you train on your own for the marathon? Um, then I did. I did a mixture. So my friend Claire ran it with me, um, or we ran it together. So we did. I'd say maybe half of our long runs together. Okay. Um, and the other half, it would be like headphones in, podcast on. But that was really tough. Really tough. The, lo- the longest, the longest training run that I did on my own was thirty-two kilometers. And I listened to six, six or seven episodes of Serial, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've not been able to listen to it since. I don't, I don't even, I don't care if he did it. I don't care how it ends. Because by the end of it, I fucking hated that woman. Yeah, was I it? hated her. I hated her voice. Uh, and because- don't tell me in case I go back to it. <laughs> I might, I might go back. But um, it was really, it was really hard. So I, I lost the buzz for running. Mm-hmm. 
because it because when you when you have to force yourself to do something it's not fun so I just thought that if I joined a club and I would meet some new people um and just yeah get the kind of get the enjoyment back how hard was the marathon oh I mean the hardest thing I've ever done Mm. and that was that was a close second for my proudest moment and are you physically and mentally I th- I think it's it's mentally tougher than mm. than physically. You've you've got the distance in you if you've done the if you've trained you've got the distance in you and you never run the full length in training but you always know you've got that bit more in you. Mm. But mentally it's really hard because mm. I'm I'm not fast. It took me five hours. Five hours of running is is quite a lot. It's quite a long time. Yeah, I, and I'm I'm assuming the, the route itself is quite a nice route. But well, do you so, take it in? Do you, yeah. do you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you well, know when you hit certain points how long you how far away you are? Well, there's markers. There's always like mile markers mm. and kilometer markers, which at some point isn't helpful because you're like, God, I'm only at mm, whatever. Yeah. But I did because I was only planning to do it once. I thought I'm going to do it properly in style, so I did Paris. Yeah. So you know you're running along and you're like, there's the Eiffel Tower, there's Notre Dame, which burnt down the following day. There's the loop, you know. So it it was. It actually made it easier in a way because it's a distraction and you focus on that rather mm. than the fact that you're still fucking running and you're, everything hurts and I lost a toenail. Yeah. It's, it's really difficult. Mm. So the more you can focus on something else, the better. What was it like the days after that? Um, so I couldn't come downstairs normally. I was going downstairs backwards, yeah. which when you're in Paris... There's quite a lot of stairs. Yeah. There's a lot of metro stations. Um, but we stayed on for three days and we basically just had so much cheese and wine. Because mm. we'd earned it. I mean, I think I think I might be the only person to ever gain weight while training for a marathon because I took carb loading quite seriously and probably too far. <laughs> <laughs> I put on, put on like a stone. Yeah. Did you ever come back? When you come back for the, after the few days, was there anything saying to you? do another one or oh, yeah. just no absolutely yeah. so I think I've not experienced childbirth but I think it's that kind of thing where you forget the bad bits mm. and I and because so I'm a very competitive person as we have just witnessed for the last hour but I'm I'll, I'll compete against myself yeah so as soon as I got a time which was just over five hours I thought well, I could probably do it in under five if I push myself that bit harder, yeah. if I train that bit more. So yeah, that's that's in my head that I would... But then the other side of it is that the training is hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah. It's just, it's so much time. It's such a commitment. The next one's obviously Kilimanjaro, which is a total different challenge. Well, I, so I've ent- I entered the ballot for London. Okay. Marathon next year, because if I, because if I, if I do another one, it will only be London. Right. And it's really hard to get a place. I think last year... Uh, there was like 10 people entered for every place and I'm sure this year is an anniversary year so I think it'll be even more so Mm. I'm not going to get a place when do you find out? Uh, October I think so yeah hopefully that yeah so the next the next challenge will be and is that purely because it's the it's a landmark one London it's a massive marathon it's renowned you know it's up there Mm -hmm. with yeah well it's it's one of the it's one of the six majors um and yeah, it's just, it's so iconic. Mm. And again, I think it would be a great route because you're still, you're running past things and you're seeing sights and it's not, you're not just running. Cause I know there are some which are just a straight road yeah. 
and Edinburgh in particular, I've done the half marathon in Edinburgh and there's about seven kilometres where you just run and then you double back on yourself. So the whole time you're running this, I'm sure it's about seven, you're seeing people come back the other way. So you just know that you've got mm. that to do. And the full marathon basically does that, but to a much larger extent, it's just a straight road and then it comes back. And it's just, I think, again, like going back to the mental part of it, that's really hard. Mm. What would be the time difference between doing the London Marathon and the, the climb? Uh, so London is April. Mm-hmm. It was two weeks after Paris. It's April, and uh, Kilimanjaro will be October. Okay, so you would get. So it would it would probably I mean it would be good training because it would be fitness and endurance mm-hmm. and I think the altitude thing it affects there's less oxygen in the air so it's like your lungs are working harder I think. But by doing that. So if you are more if you are fitter. You're still, you're not, you, you never know whether you're going to get altitude sickness. You don't know that. It's, mm. a, it's a lottery. It's a luck thing. But I think you can be better prepared physically for it. You can just, all you can do is be as fit as you can, basically. So you've got about a year to go. To yeah, yeah. Plenty of training. Plenty. To go ahead, planned. Yeah. Wear sun cream. Wear sun cream. Always wear sun cream. <laughs> well, and you know, and you know, the first time... So I'm doing this again with my friend Claire, who um, I did the marathon with. And the first time I turned up at hers, we were going out to climb a mineral together. And I turned up at hers and she said, have you got makeup on? And I said, yeah, because it's got SPF in it. That's not the reason. The reason is I'm single and you never know where you might meet someone. You might meet someone up a mountain. You've got to be prepared. But I said to her, yeah, it's because it's got SPF in it. And then on the last one that we did, I texted her in the morning and I said, like, just so you know, I can't be arsed today. I'm making no effort. And she said, as a joke, what about your SPF? And, you and I quite clearly did not have it. Exactly. So, so the lesson is, always wear your makeup. You never know where you might meet the love of your life. Uh, well. And that would be very Richard Curtis. The, there's a movie script in there. Exactly. Meet up a mountain, yeah. fall in love. Yeah, but they did, they did, didn't they? Moan the whole way back down. Yeah, Common Relief has done the old Kilimanjaro thing. It's a Richard yeah. Curtis. There's a, I there's need a to, link. Um, well, a... I actually, I need to watch, I need to watch those again and see what I've actually <laughs> signed up for now. Ach, you'll be fine. It'll be all right. You've got loads of time. Got loads of time. Loads of time. But it'll be good. And you're raising the money's for? Uh, Bloodwise and Anthony. Personally, mine is for Bloodwise. Okay. Um, and other members of my team are for Anthony Nolan. And there's four of you doing it? No, there's uh, about 10 of us. Ah, cool. Mm-hmm. That'll, be, that'll be awesome. Yeah. And in that 10, your competitive side, I imagine, will come out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It will. So there's two, there's two girls and the rest are guys. And I've not met any of them yet. There's the competitive side coming out. Let's be honest. The two of you. It's not, it's not a race. There's no I in team. There is an I in Alison. Exactly, yeah. No, it's a it's a group effort, very much so. And the and it, it the the um the two guys who are like transplant twins, they will be leading mm. at the summit. It's about them. But you could be second then. You know, like, yeah. You're like, I'll just I'll just go first and take the picture of you reaching the summit. So technically I'm first. Listen, if I get to the summit, <laughs> I'll be delighted. That's it. How high is it? Um it's about five thousand metres. Oh, it's fine, isn't it? You see. You work, you'll be all right. I wish you the best. Oh, thanks very much. I generally do. Oh, such sincerity. I, I, I generally do. It's because I don't know what you're about to ask me. That's 
Mm-hmm. That's pretty much why. So that's Confessions Lorry. This is how it works. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I've probably run out of time. No, I don't think we have. <laughs> so, I don't think we have. This is how it works. So 50 minutes on the clock, 59 lottery balls, 59 questions. If someone gets all six within the time, you can ask me any question, give an honest answer. At what point were you starting to worry that none of your numbers were starting to appear? Oh, quite early on. Because at halfway, quite. you're struggling. I think halfway I had, what, one or two? Something like that, yeah. Uh, but then obviously, as more come out, there's more chance of mine then coming out. Or something philosophical. We got through kind of half the numbers. We managed to get through about half. So No, I think we got through more than that. About, half, about maybe 40 questions. So right, so... Two thirds. Yeah. You know, so it was all right. But again, with six that we didn't really answer. But again, it's it's good going. And I'm, I'm, you, I'm you, delighted you, for you. Are you padding for time now? I'm delighted you? for you. Right, okay. I'm, absolute, I'm absolutely mm-hmm. delighted for you. But yep, yep. The, the, the thing is, it doesn't really matter because I've took lots of notes for your answers for the trails for this. So that'll be all right. But um, your prize... Is I get to ask you a question. Just ask me any question you like. Okay, my question for you is, what is the biggest lie you have told and got away with till now? And bear in mind, I know a lot about you. Say that again for me. <laughs> the, biggest, the biggest lie I've told. And got away with. And got away with. Till now. Till now. Um, to be fair... Um, I'm kind of like, you're a bit too much of a gobshite. I am. There's not, there's not, a, there's not a direct lie, really. Don't look at me like, don't look at me like that. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> the, the worst. Just for the listener, he's now <laughs> visibly sweating and turning quite red. The, the worst lie I told was to a... Let me get this straight. Let me let me just work out the way this has to be said or it's not going to make sense. I think you're stalling. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying to work out what way around this was. Okay. Yeah, and we're. I don't. I don't lie. I'm, I'm the same as you. But there is a few from well back in the day, not quite twenty years ago, but there'll certainly be a few. And the biggest lie I probably told was to an ex girlfriend of mine. Yeah, <laughs> don't smile. Um, Do you want to name her? No. No. The biggest... Now, let's just put a fucking year on this, right? This is not recent. This is way over 10-year-old. I'm just fucking... Because you'll fucking batter me. So I'm just... Yeah, so a very long time ago, in the early kind of noise, I um, was asked, was planning, or my girlfriend at the time, Mm -hmm. had... I'll tell you a better one. I'll fucking tell you a better one. I'll tell you a better one. 
You could give me more than one if you want to. The one I was going to tell, it, it's pretty shitty, but this one's actually a lot worse, but you'll judge me more. Okay. So the, the biggest lie I've told was um, an ex-girlfriend of mine was on holiday mm-hmm. and was asked if I could um, pick it up from the airport. Mm-hmm. And I said no. Be- because? Because I was, um, I was working and couldn't get it off. It was one of these flights, you know, that lands at like late on and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was covering, I'd already accepted this cover shift and I couldn't get it covered. So it was like, it wasn't a normal weekend, but it'd be a, a, a during the weeknight. But, um, but I, I, I wasn't working. I was, uh, I was You were doing, doing a different kind of work. I, yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was doing a, someone else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, um. That's a story I've never told. So yeah, that's that's what I was doing. But and I you was, got and I you got away with that lie uh, until now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Yeah. That was the old me, though. Of course. Yeah. 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 Totally different now. <laughs> Fucking am. Changed. Changed man. Uh, changed man. Changed man at thirty. Yeah. Seven. Hashtag um, new bio. <laughs> hung. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. It, that's yeah. I'm not proud of that moment but that, that was that well, was you it. shouldn't be these are the days a podcast from ronnie costello and guests that was confessions lottery that's what can happen you could really put me on the fucking spot there and uh, that was horrific so um thank you very much you're welcome for thank uh, you. for being the, the guinea pig and, and, and thank you steve and fucking winning as well thank you steve um, for your support so i hate steve but um Thank you very much. Uh, that's the Confessions Lottery. If you want to get involved, you can. Drop us a message on our social media. We are at The Days Podcast. We're at thedayspodcast.com as well. And it's just part of another format around with At My Table, people telling the story. Um, and you might just hear me on the other side of the mic, which has brought great delight across the table. Uh, but that's it. Please like and share. Keep rating and subscribing, especially on iTunes. It does help the podcast grow. Uh, and if you want to get involved, drop us a DM and you might be playing next. Alison McDonald, thank you very much. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends about it and leave a review or a rating. If you didn't, then let's never speak of it again. These are the days.